Kind of crazy. This is the Rich Eisen Show. It's on a crack. Live from the Rich Eisen Show studio in Los Angeles. Aha! Hit the drop! I don't even know what an audio drop is. There you go. <laughs> the Rich Eisen Show. Brett Michaels, good to see you, sir. You got to pay your dues. You got to put your time in. And you got to earn it. Today's guests. Host of Peacock's Pro Football Talk, Mike Florio. Pro Football Hall of Famer, Ray Lewis. WWE legend, Stone Cold Steve Austin. And that's the bottom line, because Eisen said so. Here's Rich Eisen. (laughs) Happy Steve Austin Day, everybody. Welcome to this edition of the Rich Eisen Show. Uh, I am your humble host, um, right here on the program, sitting here in Los Angeles, California. Good to see you over there, Christopher Brockman. How are you? DJ Mikey D is in D's Nuts. Hey, Rich. T.J. Jefferson wearing his Steve oh, Al- Stone Cold I mean, Steve Austin shirt. This is the moment it happened right here with Doc Hendricks, a.k.a. Michael P.S. Hayes, when he uttered that sentence. It's Austin 316. Austin 316, and March so, 16th. March 16th today, and Steve Austin will be our in-studio third-hour guest. How about that? Should he tweet out our phone number to just light the phone lines up just oh, like hey, Brett Michaels did yesterday? Maybe that's something we never we never yeah. thought about. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should think about that. If you want to talk to Stone Cold, call right now. Call yes, right no, now. Don't do that. No, don't do that. We got Ray Lewis before him. Wait till about 10 We got Ray Lewis before him. Ray Lewis is joining us here on the program. If you want to talk to Ray Lewis, call first. You know what Ray Lewis is? Ray Lewis is a competition series host. Hey. Yeah, man. This new show, reality series, Beyond the Edge. It's kind of, for the lack of a better phrase, uh, Survivor with celebrities. Oh. Yeah, and Singletary's one of them. So, uh, Meta World Peace. We're going to see you on this show someday? Uh, I don't know. I, You know how I know how to make a fire? Turn on the stove. <laughs> <laughs> Or my microphone. Hey now. Hey. I got takes. Oh, he spit hot fire. I have takes. You want the TV heat check? No, 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 no. Okay. Thank you. No. Okay, no TV. It's tough. Oh gosh. We, we, so we let's get the M six heat check. Let's get let's <laughs> let's get right into it. Right. Let's get right into let's it. Let's head to the banks of the Cuyahoga. So as we come on the air here, this is the day the new league year begins. Uh, later on this afternoon, um, everybody's got to be cap compliant. Everybody's got to have everybody uh, in place uh, underneath the cap, but you don't have to have everybody obviously in place in your roster to play football. Deshaun Watson is still um, afoot. He's out there. He's in play. And uh, apparently the Atlanta Falcons are trying to shoot their shot today with him. And yesterday, as we all know, the Browns met with him. And, you know, we, we, we just get so locked in on what that would mean for the team when Deshaun shows up. And our uh, approach yesterday was, wow, what a division that would be, right? Where Burrow and Lamar and Deshaun Watson's there. And, you know, uh, the Steel- the, well, the Steelers would have to... Get, get get on top of the arms race themselves, and maybe Trubisky can make the most of a second opportunity. That's the, the you-never-know league in yeah. which the best addition was somebody who subtracted himself and never really was gone, and he's 44 years old. <laughs> it's Tom Brady. He's the ultimate you-never-know in this league. So the one thing that we kind of didn't hit or forgot in 
didn't focus on was the fact that if they're looking at Deshaun Watson, what does that mean for the current quarterback who raised his hand and did what a lot of folks are doing right now and tweeting out a statement? And here it is. Cleveland. That's who he's talking to. He's talking to Cleveland. The past four years have been nothing short of truly life-changing since I heard my name called in the draft to go to Cleveland. This is not a message with hidden meaning. This is strictly to thank the city of Cleveland for embracing my family and me. We have made many memories and shared growing in this process through all the ups and downs. I have no clue what happens next, which is the meaning behind the silence I've had during the duration of this process. I can only control what I can. Uh, That's a coaching cliche. He's two-thirds of the way there, which is, or one-third of the way there is, he's got two-thirds of the process to complete, which is trusting in God's plan throughout this process. I've given this franchise everything I have. That is something I've always done at every stage and at every level, and that will not change wherever I take my next snap. Whatever happens, I just want to say thank you to the fans who truly embraced who I am and the mentality that aligns so well with the city's hardworking people. Cleveland will always be a part of Emily and my story, his wife, and we will always be thankful for the impact it has had and will have in our lives. Sincerely, Baker Reagan Mayfield. So a few things. First of all, right off the bat, was his middle name named after the former president of the United States? I don't know. Could be Reagan. Don't know. Um, but beyond all that, he has every right to say what's up, man. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, he has every right to say what is going on here. Okay, and every right to wonder where things have gone with this team, where he's entering his fifth and potential final year with no long-term contract, and first overall picks get a second deal, even when. And they haven't really proven that they're totally the man, even if they've taken him to the Super Bowl and Jared Goff. Second overall pick, Carson Wentz. He didn't even take his team the full regular season in the year they made the Super Bowl, won by some other quarterback, and he got another contract. And he's waiting on his next contract, and instead of his team... Zeroing in on that, they're zeroing in on a quarterback that they didn't draft who's got a heck of a lot more baggage currently than Mayfield's ever toted in his life. So he's every right. Team also has every right to try and upgrade at the position, and Watson would be that. That's for sure. So how about both sides are doing their due diligence and right? And the fact that the Browns, if 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 Watson is available and they can bring him into Cleveland, that is what they have to do. And to make that omelet, they are breaking Baker Mayfield's eggs right now. And he has every right to say, what's up with that? In the first ever that I've seen, boy, this is nuts, man. I've never seen, again, I have it here, because, again, it's it's just so unprecedented, and the stationery is so amazing. The Kyler Murray <laughs> statement from his, from his uh, agent, the sort of Jerry Maguire treatise as to why he should get another contract. And, by the way, get it now, 
Mayfield is a perfect reason why Kyler Murray's agent is doing that. You don't want to go into your fourth year where anything can happen and you emerge it totally damaged with Arizona taking a look at somebody else. Okay, you could say this Heisman Trophy winning quarterback from Oklahoma and Kyler Murray's had a better first three-year run than Mayfield did. But Mayfield came out of his third year with a playoff win for the Cleveland Browns under his belt. And that's why Murray's kind of knocking on Arizona's door saying, we don't want to wait to the unknown of a fourth year. And Baker Mayfield's unknown fourth year has left him with an unprecedented statement. I've never seen a breakup thank you front-loaded by the quarterback who's not doing the breaking up. Like, he's front-loading the goodbye. Like, that's the statement you see in the Cleveland Plain Dealer after he's gone. Not while the process is taking place to potentially send him packing. It's truly one of the most Costanza moves I've seen in the NFL. (laughs) Front-loading the goodbye to the fan base that he might still be playing for if the team that's forcing the goodbye goes through with what appears to be a long-shot Hail Mary to get Deshaun Watson. As a matter of fact, to just show you what I mean by all this, we have Rich Eisen Show exclusive audio of the conversation between Mayfield and the Browns that led to this statement. Go for it. I don't understand. Things were going so great. What, what happened? Something must have happened. It's not you. It's me. You're giving me the it's not you, it's me routine? I invented it's not you, it's me. Nobody tells me it's them, not me. If it's anybody, it's me. All right. George, it's you. You're damn right it's me. And then he put out the statement. This statement is the version of that scene from Seinfeld. Yeah. <laughs> you don't tell me it's not you, it's me. I'm saying goodbye first. Before you even break up with me. That's like a Costanza move if I've ever seen one. And a great way to say to the Cleveland Browns, I see what you're doing. I see what you're doing. But this, in the hands of front office management, ownership, coaching staff, whoever is definitely all aboard the let's get the Sean Watson train, they're looking at the statement saying, okay, if this doesn't happen, we'll have some reparations to do, but he's not going anywhere. He'll be our quarterback this year and we'll figure it out. And that's not optimum. If I'm Indianapolis, I'm calling him up. But wherever Deshaun Watson lands, outside of New Orleans, for instance, Indianapolis could be all over Sam Darnold if they want. I don't know if that's an interesting option for them. Matt Ryan, if Atlanta completes the YOLO process, and Baker Mayfield. Jimmy G., that's your 
quarterbacks at play right now while we're waiting for the, the Deshaun Watson decision. Which should happen today. And if not today, then Thursday. And here we go, man. This is amazing. I mean, I've never seen anything like it. Quarterbacks making statements, agents making statements on behalf of the quarterbacks. One quarterback saying he's retired, then saying, I'm coming back, even though he never really used the word retirement. Aaron Rodgers winning an MVP, making decisions, taking his time. This is like Russell Wilson making his desires known. Last year took a year. He finally got the exit visas he wanted. Never seen anything like it. Very, very emotional bunch, these quarterbacks. (laughs) We always thought it was the receivers. Very emotional, wearing it on their sleeves group your current state of NFL quarterbacks. But when there's all this money at stake, (laughs) and the one who's also sitting pretty, just to finish this, sitting there in Minnesota. (laughs) Your boy. He did it. Pen in hand. Look at that tweet by the Vikings. Captain Kirk. Look at me. Signing his contract. I'm the captain now. Big smile on his face, and I, yes, I say, take the pen. Captain, Just to do one last Seinfeld reference. Take the pen. Take the pen. Take the pen. It writes upside down. That made official a 59-59-2 lifetime quarterback earning over $230 million guaranteed dollars. Fresh off of missing the entire playoffs last season with an extra team thrown in. Take that pen. Send it to the Hall of Fame. I want to see that next to Bob Greasy's glasses and Otto Graham's leotard and and, uh, Pete Rozelle's phone bank. There's so much stuff. I want to see them all there. I want to see it next to all the relics. That's right. Tom Dempsey's shoe. I want to see Captain Kirk. (laughs) Tom Dempsey's half shoe. I want to see Captain Kirk and his pen. Captain Starlock. In Canton, Ohio. That's the current state of quarterbacking affairs in the National Football League as we enter the new league year today. Do you think scientists in the future will study that pen oh, see, like it's a relic? Well, I, I just think it is something that um, we need to show children and their grandchildren <laughs> and their great-grandchildren. <laughs> we'll hold it up like it's... He's only 33. That's what I'm saying. Because unless, like, unless he goes on a run that would shock and I think please many people, quite frankly, um, winning two Super Bowls in his final seven years... That pen might be the only way he gets in the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Well, he's only 33. I mean, so I'm saying he could get another contract. That's what I mean, he's going to make over 300 million dollars. Yeah, he's he's probably going to play to his 40. He's going to play to his 40. Take the pen, <laughs> put it in the hall. That's all I'm saying. 
All right, we will take a break. Uh, Mike Florio's first up. Hey. Mike Florio's first up. His new book, Playmakers, came out yesterday. So we'll wish him a hearty congratulations. And when are we going to start drinking beer, Rich? Uh, which is what, Steve Austin's beer? Yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, He's here. We have a ton of it. Like, when is it appropriate? I know it's 9.15 West Coast It is time, 5 o'clock somewhere. But like, you know what I mean? Uh, I mean, if you'd like to do that. You've only got a baby boy at home who probably does not care what time. It's, it's, always, it's always five o'clock somewhere for him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and unfortunately, that's 5 a.m., not p.m. So it's up to you if you care to crack that one open. I'll, I'll, I'll wait for the rattlesnake. To, okay, to we will it. take a break. Mike Florio, when we come back. Ray Lewis in studio hour two. Steve Austin in studio hour three. You on the phone lines whenever you're darn well, please, at 844 844- 204 Rich, the number to dial. Don't go anywhere. We're back with Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk and the author of Playmakers, where all books are sold. That's next on The Rich Eisen Show. The Callaway Odyssey putter, though, I want to take a minute to tell you about that's got that legendary white hot insert. I told you about the new Tri Hot 5K last week. It is a mind blowing classic blade that's got the forgiveness of a mallet. It's totally off the charts, just like Odyssey putters. Number one putter on tour. Every major tour in 2021, Odyssey with his number one putter on it. Number one in worldwide wins. 37 major championships major championships across the PGA, LPGA, and Champions Tour. The last 37 majors, not only did the pros play an Odyssey putter in those majors, not only did more pros play an Odyssey putter in those majors, but more pros won major championships in 2021 with an Odyssey. Then you throw in the gold that Xander Shoffley brought home from Tokyo. It truly means that's the number one putter on tour. It's awesome. So check out why the best players in the world rely on Odyssey putters when it matters most by checking out the number one putter on tour at odysseygolf.com. Back with Mike Florio in a moment right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Hey, folks, it's time for the NFL draft, which means for me, I need a good night's sleep because if I don't have one, I'm just not myself. You know the deal. You know exactly how important it is to have quality sleep. It's a game changer for all of us. So sleep number helps me. My sleep number setting is 60. My wife's setting is 70. We both get a great night's sleep because we could adjust the firmness of our mattress on each side. Improve your quality sleep because Sleep Number learns how you sleep thanks to their smart beds and provide personalized insights to help you sleep better. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Let's talk game time. Boy, do we love using game time tickets at the Rich Eisen Show. And every single time I've been watching the basketball playoffs on TV, I've been wondering what it would be like to be at these games. And when you choose your tickets on game time, you can see the view from your seat where the court is, where you are in relation to it. And then the all-in prices, that's my favorite feature. The all-in prices makes sure that you see the lowest price guarantee and also know exactly how much everything costs all in before you purchase so all the guesswork is removed when you buy playoff tickets with game time 
Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Visit GameTime.co for restrictions. Again, create an account, redeem my code RICH for $20 off your first purchase. Download Game Time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Everything comes back to Seinfeld with us. Also, our next guest as well. Yeah, of course. Um, who will join us when our terrestrial radio audience joins us in a couple minutes' time. So I, I thought um, of you know, sitcom moments this week was, again, the Baker Mayfield treatise that he sent out, his message front-loading the goodbye of a breakup that hasn't happened yet, um, is the, the most Costanza move I've seen in the NFL. And it's the – it's. You know, I invented the it's not you, it's me approach. That that was it. Yeah, no one has attached the Lombardi trophy to their car and driven around the parking lot. That's true. So, (laughs) you know, this would... Just trying to think. Well, this week, earlier this week, um, when Brady unretired, I think Jimmy Train of Sports Illustrated tweeted out the scene of Kramer... (laughs) That was when Jerry thought that he wanted to get married. Right, and he told him that it was a prison. (laughs) Right. Was it? And then you talk about your day. What How was you, your day? You, today? When you come home and you're <laughs> yeah. like, dinner is just sitting around. Like, is forget about forget today? about watching TV today? during dinner. Yeah. That's out. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> dinner is like sitting around. You know what dinner is? It's talking about your day. How was your day today? Did you Did have you a have good day today? Or a bad day today? What kind of day was it? Jerry was going to marry Janine Garofalo, right? Oh my gosh. But then there's another sitcom that came to there's another sitcom that came to mind this week for me um, that popped in my head during the free agency frenzy that I was hosting on NFL Network when players are all like that's it like that's all the money like Devonte Adams are you serious there's no more money like where where's the money and it's like he, that line from Arrested Development like there's always money in the banana stand. <laughs> There's always money in the banana stand. Go find the Packers should go find the banana stand <laughs> and not torch it. Yeah, don't don't burn it down. I told him they spoil alert. There's two hundred fifty thousand dollars in the walls of that banana stand. That's why I always told you there was money in the banana stand. That's it, man. Free agency, there's money there's always money in the banana stand. It's like your mom's pocketbook. She always found like some change in the bottom. See, now I was I was a perfect ending to our conversation. We were doing a thing, and then and then you just you know it's like okay. what TV show is that from? It's from my from your family. own world. My, and that was a big the, the TV Truman Show. show? No, the Del Tufo show. The Del Tufo show. As kids, yeah, that was its own. I show. mean, like to back Mike's play, like it's true. Your mother's purse is I, just that, there's nothing. You stole that. money from your mother's I'm purse. I'm just saying no, 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 no. that you could find everything. Anything. Oh, there. I see. What so you're if like yeah. you needed a quarter, uh, there was a quarter cool. in there. Yeah. Very good. All right. That's what I was our terrestrial audience is about to rejoin us right here on our show on Peacock, Sirius XM Channel 85. Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, one big happy radio and television family. Uh, a hearty congratulations to our next guest because his book that we've been talking about um, is finally out. Where all books are sold. It's called Playmakers. How the NFL really works and doesn't. Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk right here on the Rich Eisen Show. Mercedes, Ben's, Van's phone line. How are you, Mike? I'm doing great, Rich. How are you today? Thank you so much for having me. Of course. Congrats. How's the book tour doing so far? Well, when I advocated with the publisher... 
to release the book during the week of free agency because that's our busiest time of the year. Yes. And we can sell the most books, and it makes sense. Let's sell a football book when it's not football season because in football season, who cares? They're watching football. So it all made sense to have this book out there our busiest week of the year. And then it dawned on me yesterday, this is our busiest week of the year. This is not the ideal time to be trying to sell a book on top of everything else we're doing. So a lot of caffeine has been consumed this week, and uh, we just get through it. And uh, I'm, I'm glad to be on your show as Thank part you. of this media tour because we're doing like 30 of them this week. But it's great because you just pick up the phone or you go log on to your laptop and you, you click the Zoom button. I think it's uh, uh, a, a great thing to write a book and uh, have it on a shelf forevermore, the proverbial no one can ever take it away from you, although I don't know who's ever tries to take something away from somebody it? in the history of this cliche. <laughs> they, can, they can never take away the thing that they wouldn't want. <laughs> right. So, uh, again, congratulations on that. Playmakers where all books can be acquired. Um, and so let's let's jump into Baker Mayfield right here. And, you know, I, I, the Browns have every right to upgrade their position. Mayfield has every right to say what gives. Um, his play in year four did not merit a long-term deal. Um, one is not coming, and instead the team is talking to Deshaun Watson. How real is it that Watson might be going or thinking about Cleveland? Well, I don't know about what Watson wants, and this really is set up for Watson to be able to pick which team he wants. There were multiple reports last night which tell me someone wanted this out there that before anyone could sit down with Watson Rich, they had to be basically pre-approved by the Texans as it relates to the trade package that would have been given or will be given to Houston for Watson, which allows Watson to now just say, here's where I want to go, and there's nothing to be done. The trade is in hand, and you go forward. So it's going to come down to how he feels about the Saints, Panthers, Browns, Falcons, where he wants to go out of those four teams. I don't know, I kind of like the idea of the Browns, but at the same time, I don't like the idea of the AFC or the AFC North. So it's really going to come down to where he's comfortable and where he wants to go. But I think that the bigger issue here, because at first I thought, wow, this is gutsy of the Browns to go all in for Watson because if they don't get him, they got a problem with Baker Mayfield. I've reached the point now where I conclude that this is the first step toward the divorce from Baker Mayfield, that the real message is they've decided to move on. Because for a guy like Mayfield, you can't even start down this path unless you're ready to finish. And I think they're ready to, to say, Baker's out, and we're going in another direction. And if it's Deshaun Watson, great. And if it's not, that's fine, too. We're going to find somebody other than Baker Mayfield. And it all comes down to erratic play and contractual expectations. And if he would have a great year in 2022, Rich, because every other year he's good, if he, he's due for a good year, high-level analytics, every other year he's good. Right, like Brett Saberhagen year. back in the day. Yeah. Right. Um, but but if, if that happens, you get backed into a corner, you've got to give him $40 million a year, and then you're the Rams after 2023 saying, what do we got to do to get rid of Jared Goff? So I think they're, they're being very smart about where this goes. There's no good way out of this. If he's good this year and you have to give him the contract he wants – you're constantly worried, when's he going to backslide? So let's just be done with it now. Let's rip the Band-Aid off and let's move on. And I think that's what they're in the process of doing. And that's why Mayfield is sending out the um, preemptive farewell for a breakup that hasn't happened yet. You know, Rich, I'm, And I heard you earlier. I had a flashback to the first time I was ever on the air with you. It was me, you, and Shefty in Tampa. Yeah, and Glazer. Pre-Super Bowl, mm -hmm. early 2009. We were talking about Donovan McNabb, and I said that McNabb's play is, I am breaking up with you. 
that's the move that Mayfield may be trying to do here. The old, that was the advice that Kramer gave to Costanza. Remember Noel and they had the Pez dispenser when she was doing her, her uh, recital when she was upset about that, and it was Elaine's laugh. It was, I am breaking up with you, and that may be what Mayfield's trying to do. Because, look, I, just, I think it's over. It's just a matter of time, and it's going to be fascinating to see where he goes and who the Browns end up with if it's not Deshaun Watson. Well, because then Mike Florio here, author of Playmakers and the PFT live host as well as profootballtalk.com creator and owner and so the question is i have for you sir is if watson doesn't come you're saying that the the browns are willing to put themselves potentially in the category of what the colts are in right now or seattle is in right now and willing to see with amari cooper and his 20 million bucks and whatever else they're going to put together uh, on this offense to see if Case Keenum might go and do it, right? Which, as you know, Stefanski knows firsthand. Uh, is that the the Browns' way of, of going into this Lamar and Burrow top-heavy division, you think? Well, I think Keenum would be the fallback if they can't find somebody between Keenum and Watson. And my guess is they've got a plan. You know how the Browns are, and John DePodesta, and we've we got a plan for everything, and it's all analytics, and they're going to move from this guy to this guy to this guy. But Keenum and Stefanski working together in Minnesota got to the brink of the Super Bowl in 2017. And, you know, the one thing that I think is easy to lose sight of, because we're not privy to everything that goes on behind the curtain, but we've seen enough in front of the curtain from Baker Mayfield to come to the reasonable conclusion that he may be a little bit of a pain in the ass for the Browns, right? And they may have gotten to the point where they've had enough. And there's been enough flashes of it that we've seen over the past couple of years. And the Browns try to be very professional and keep it out of sight. But, but you know, and Mayfield's got, I like that aspect of his personality. There's a point where you got to turn it off. Or you got to be so good that you overcome that element of your overall makeup. Like Aaron Rodgers is a pain in the butt, but he's, he's good enough that the Packers are going to tolerate it. Mayfield's not so good that the Browns are going to tolerate it. So, I'd go with Keenum because Keenum's not going to give you a problem and he's going to play at a sufficiently high level and the offense doesn't run through the quarterback anyway. It probably will if they get to Sean Watson, but they can just run the ball and Keenum can do his thing and they'll see if they're competitive and they keep looking for a quarterback if that's their worst-case scenario. My guess is they have plans that, you know, go for – I mean, if Keenum is plan D and Watson is plan A – We'll see what plan B and plan C may be. So just to put a button on the the Watson conversation, Mike Florio. So the way this is working is similar to what? uh, Buying a house or getting your your mortgage done is that you need pre-approval by the bank. And that's the Texans by saying, here is you need to apply. Let's see on your application, your your, uh, compensation for us to trade you to Sean Watson. And then, then, or or is Watson the bank saying that uh, I, I will not uh, grant you this uh, loan or this mortgage because I don't want to come to you? Uh, are the Texans and Watson, after all this time, finally working in concert? Is that well, what's I happening? think they are. And you know what? I, I love a good metaphor, but this is basically Aaron Rodgers without the Packers trying to conceal the notion that a situation has been engineered where the quarterback is picking a team that the Packers allowed, I believe, his agent David Dunn to set up potential trades. The terms are in place. The compensation is in place. And all Aaron Rodgers has to do is pick his next team. But the Packers were one of the options, and that's the team he picked. For Watson, same approach. We know about it. 
but the Texans aren't on the menu. It's going to be one of these four teams that we know about and whoever else may come to the table. But, you know, I, I know there was talk yesterday of the 49ers in play. I don't think anybody else could really be in play secretly. There's too many moving parts. Too many people have to know about it for it to be kept a secret. So you have to be prepared if you're going to make this play for Watson that people are going to know about it. And then I guess the legal aspect of it is, I mean, didn't he have depositions taken civilly yesterday? I mean, uh, uh, the minute that no criminal, uh, that, that, that no bill came back from the grand jury last Friday, that, that's all teams needed to pretty much know. They figure everything else can be handled. There's, there's a no problem. calculated risk there. And not getting indicted on nine criminal complaints means only that he didn't get indicted. It doesn't mean he didn't do it. It doesn't mean that he is free and clear and faces no legal jeopardy in the civil system. There's 22 lawsuits that have to be resolved. He's either going to have those cases settled. Maybe he gets a dismissal of some of them. He may have to go to trial on some. He could win. He could lose. I don't know when the league is going to take action. The league has learned in recent years that it's best to wait until the last possible minute to do anything. And maybe they defer action on Watson's situation until these civil cases are over. And really, Rich, if he would if he would take all 22 of them to trial and win every one of them, and he didn't get indicted, what does the league do? What can the league do at that point? Is it a violation of the personal conduct policy if you have been aggressively pursued in both branches of the justice system and prevailed in every outcome? I, I don't know. I don't know. We, 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 may, we may find out eventually, but... Uh, I, I think so, I think what's happened is, and this has worked very well to the benefit of the Texans and the Watts and, and Deshaun Watson. Over the weekend, this market kicked up, and I think you've got teams that are saying, you know what, whatever the short-term pain is, whatever the PR hit may be, whatever whatever we may have to deal with in 2022, we're going to have a franchise quarterback for 10 years. And winning cures everything. One of the chapters in Playmakers talks about how quickly Ben Roethlisberger was redeemed in Pittsburgh. By what? By winning. And I think the teams that want Watson are betting that he's going to go there and he's going to play so well that this is all going to be forgotten. I'm not saying it's right or wrong, mm. but we've seen it play out before. Mike Florio here on the Rich Eisen Show. What happened with Randy Gregory and the Cowboys and the Broncos on Tuesday? Very simply, and I'll try to be as succinct as possible, Monday <laughs> night he was ready to do a deal with the Broncos. The Cowboys got involved. The Cowboys talked him into sticking around. The Cowboys were willing to match what the Broncos were going to pay. The Cowboys previously weren't going to go that far, but then came the contract. And there's language in every contract that will result in future guaranteed money being voided. And for most teams, if not all teams but the Cowboys, it's tied to being suspended. The Cowboys, for every player except Dak Prescott, will wipe out future guarantees if you're simply fined under the substance abuse policy. That's one of the examples, and that's pertinent for Randy Gregory because he's had multiple substance abuse policy issues. So, as relates to Gregory, $28 million guaranteed, $14 million paid this year, $14 million base salary next year fully guaranteed. In Dallas, the risk he was taking if he agrees to their contract is written. If he has any fine under the substance abuse policy between now and September of 2023, they can wipe out the guarantees and they can cut him. And those guarantees save guys' jobs all the time. Ezekiel Elliott's still on the Cowboys because he's got a $12.4 million fully guaranteed salary this year. If that wasn't guaranteed, he's gone. It's over. It's done. So Gregory's protecting himself. And Peter Schaefer, who represents Gregory, told me on the record that they gave the Cowboys a chance to remove that language and do the same deal that the Broncos do, and they declined. So if they're mad at anybody, Rich, they need to be mad at themselves. Hmm. So what is the Cowboys' plan, do you think? I mean, I... 
Uh, you know, they, they, they kept Tank Lawrence. Amari Cooper's gone. They signed Gallup. Cedric Wilson is now a Dolphin, which I think is a sneaky, terrific signing by Miami. And so, um, you know, Zeke's still there. Pollard's still there. They franchise Dalton Schultz. What do you what do you think the plan is here with the team, you know, on a on a coach on and everyone on uh on a contract year? What's Dallas's deal? Do you think well, and it's funny you mentioned the Dolphins and Cedric Wilson. I, I don't want to wake up two and on, but I love the Teddy Bridgewater signing. It's a sneaky under the radar. Two and on. We, we could we could, you know, maybe Teddy can become the guy, but we're not going to advertise that for fear of uh, angering the the masses who love Tua. But the Cowboys already are taking a look at Vaughn Miller. He's available. Chandler Jones is available. Jadavian Clowney's available. I mean, when he's healthy, and it doesn't happen very often, he can be as dominant as anyone in the NFL has ever been. But, you know, we see how important the pass rush is. And the Cowboys prioritized keeping Randy Gregory, and uh, the Broncos had their opportunity to snatch. I mean, look at the AFC West between the quarterbacks and the pass rushers. Holy crap. But the Cowboys had better find somebody and there aren't a whole lot of options out there. And then uh, I, uh, a couple more minutes left with Mike Florio here on the Rich Eisen Show. The Kyler Murray um, situation, his agent Eric Burkhart with the Jerry Maguire-like treatise uh, dropped during Combine Week. It's now free agency week. What's going on there? Well, That's you, quiet. You gave me the tip last week that the Cardinals' images had been restored to the Kyler yes, Mur- Murray Instagram page, Instagram. and I poked around to see what happened. It was an olive branch, and uh, Kyler Murray has been extending some olive branches to the Cardinals, but they are not yet extending the ultimate olive branch to him, which would be the contract that he wants. And if you look at Eric Burkhardt's Twitter page, you will see that that he feels very strongly about what franchise quarterbacks are worth. And, you know, a few years ago, Whoever was up next for a new contract at the quarterback position became the highest-paid quarterback in league history. It was just you work your way up a little bit here, a little bit here, a little bit there. Now there's a huge range. It's even bigger now than it was the last time we talked about this. you got Aaron Rodgers at new money average of $61.9 million, which is just mind-blowing. And you've got Matt Ryan at $30 million. That's $31 million between the number one and number ten highest-paid quarterbacks in the NFL. Where does Kyler Murray land? That is the crux of the problem between the Cardinals and Murray. Murray's coming in high, Cardinals coming in low, and we'll see if they can bridge that gap. And then the last time we spoke, we, we had uh, the TB12 heat check segment that I had just created the day before on the fly on the show, just like everything we do here. And so um, you said uh, that you put the heat check on him returning just at 11.99, right? Wasn't that what it was, Brockman? Was it 997. 997. You, you let yourself out of, let me, I don't know the math, what is zero, th- zero, three. That's three one thousand. Three one thousandths of a percent. That's where you're out. And then sure enough, boom, he's back. So my question for you is, is certainly since you were thinking maybe the Niners for him, uh, what what about the idea that the Niners are just in on Trey Lance? What what what, what do you think? What, where, where, where's all this stuff coming from about the Niners looking as, you know, a hot minute? They were interested in Watson yesterday and all that business before it got refuted. Well, I think the reason why people wonder about Trey Lance is there was kind of an ambivalence last year about Lance. They created an expectation that we're going to see Lance more often, and they they did that early in the season, and then they stopped, and we only saw him when Jimmy G was injured. And there's that broader question of, is he ready? And at one point last year, Jed York, the owner of the team, in an interview with Matt Mayoko of NBC Bay Area, said, and I'm paraphrasing here, but basically if we keep Jimmy G for two more years – 
and make a $50 million investment in allowing Trey Lance to develop, then so be it. So a lot of this traces back to the 49ers trying to set expectations a certain way, and and maybe they have. And I'm not 100% convinced that Jimmy G even moves on. I, I think he will. I think there will be a market, a trade market for him once we find out what happens with Deshaun Watson. But, yeah, it could be Trey Lance is the guy. I mean, there was – I think it was BetMGM had uh, a lot of action on Trey Lance for their MVP prop at a pretty high, you know, pretty high odds. But they've they've come down some uh, with the uh, the bets that were placed on Lance. That's kind of a surprise, a first year starter. Uh, but but we've seen, you know what? Look at the past several years. Second year quarterbacks just come up out of nowhere and become MVP candidates. We saw it with Patrick Mahomes in 2018. We saw it with Lamar Jackson in 2019, both won MVP. We saw Kyler Murray in 2020 have some MVP buzz. So, you know, it, it's not out of the question that Lance could take the league by storm like some of these other guys have. Yeah, and Burrow made the Super Bowl last year. Yeah. You know? So, you know, and there's his second year, not first year starting, but um, pretty much. Uh, so before I let you go, uh, what stories do you want to drop here, little nuggets, little breadcrumbs from Playmakers to, to let people know. I know, obviously, during the Super Bowl week, you, you threw out some, uh, some Deflategate uh, material um, and some Sean Payton to the Cowboys material. What do you want folks to know? Well, I don't know if we've talked about this. I don't think we have, and it kind of slipped through the cracks. Sean Payton spoke about this to GQ last month, and we wrote something about it on a Friday afternoon. How close the Saints came to drafting Patrick Mahomes and how different the world would be if... Hmm. Mahomes was a saint. And it got so close and it was so awkward because Drew Brees walked into the draft room with friends as the picks were being made and as the Saints were moving in position to take Mahomes to the point where they had to go say, hey, Drew, um, there's a chance that uh, we're going to be taking a quarterback here, just just so you're aware. So they avoided the Aaron Rodgers problem, and ultimately they didn't get Mahomes, he went one pick earlier. The Chiefs traded up. But keep this in mind, and this is what's fascinating about the Saints' interest in Deshaun Watson. If Sean Payton was still there, the Saints would not be in on Deshaun Watson. They had their chance to get him with pick number 11 in 2017, and they didn't take him. I think this is a post-Sean Payton move. If he was there, this would not be happening. Was that, they, I remember that was in Philadelphia, and, and the Saints traded up. And we thought, like, that's going – we said it on the air, on, on the draft, with Mayock and everybody sitting on the set, this is Deshaun Watson now, right? And instead, I believe it was Marcus Davenport who they Lattimore. went – Is that who that was? It was Lattimore. They, yep. went, they, went, up, the pick. they went up and they, they, they took somebody other than uh, Deshaun Watson, and we were all like, okay. And then, obviously, the Texans went up and got him, and the dominoes have fallen to the point where – we are right now. It's but he would have, I'm nuts. convinced Peyton would have taken Mahomes. If Mahomes had made it one more spot. Because it, and this is, this is an example of what happens, and we talk about this, this in Playmakers. The smartest teams keep their mouths shut because once it starts to trickle out, that's when the draft experts start to hear it, and that's when guys get pumped up. Because nobody, nobody had Mahomes as a top quarterback. Nobody really knew who the top quarterback was in 2017. It was all very vague. Trubisky went first of all of them. But Andy Reid secretly loved Mahomes. Sean Payton secretly loved Mahomes. And another guy that I've heard secretly loved Mahomes, Mike McCarthy. But obviously he had Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay. That's right. Hey, Mike Florio, thanks for the time. Congrats on the book. Look for my call again. Um, you know, and anytime if you ever want me to be uh, the, home, the away of the home and home, I'll, I'll wake up early. You know All right. Oh, it's very early. I know. It's very early. 
<laughs> All right. No, I'll throw Wait, it out there. He's writing a check. Present rich is writing a check. No, I'm. Future rich is not going to be happy. I don't know. That. I mean, I, I'm like, I mean, on the back end of the 5 a.m. Pacific hour, I'll do it. <laughs> I'm up anyway. I'm staring at the ceiling half the time. Don't worry about it. I'd All love right, to Rich. Do it. Take care of yourself. Thanks, okay, man. That's Mike Florio, present rich, writing a check. Future rich won't cash. That's funny. <laughs> Playmakers, where all books uh, can be acquired with yeah. Mike Florio, how the NFL really works and doesn't. Some great information and fun stories in there. Okay, we will take a break. And when we come back, um, I noticed something last night mm. that's going to put my professionalism at significant risk on tomorrow's program. Significant risk on Thursday's show. It's coming up next. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind the scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. Afford Anything talks about how to avoid common pitfalls, how to refine your mental models, and how to think about how to think. Paula, while certainly you can mess up on a million dollars a year, it is far less likely than it is on $30,000 a year. Right. I would meet wonderful people that were struggling with a budget that was super tight. It was 100%. You need to make more money. Make smarter choices and build a better life. Afford Anything, wherever you listen. 844-204-RICH is the number to dial. Um, how about Kyrie Irving with a 60-piece after Carl Anthony Towns with a 60-piece? 60 60-pieces 60 all around, huh? Somebody had, had tweeted out what the NBA scoring has done in like the last 10 days. Well, what's going on? 250 pieces from LeBron. Tatum threw in a 54. We got 60 from Cat and Kyrie. Am I missing one? It's just been out of this world. Is there something that is... Something's in the water? I, I have no idea. The, the last half of this NBA, the last couple weeks, NBA playoffs, it's going to be out of the, It's going to be crazy. It's going to be so exciting. Well, Minnesota, as you know, we had their coach on last week. They're... I don't know. You won't face them. Who, who's going to be... Can, do, I don't know if we have I don't think you want to face any anybody. team. I don't I, know. Well, who's third in the... So with the Warriors against the Nuggets. The Timberwolves right now are in the play-in. Back and forth with the Nuggets. Man. By the way, Kyrie scored his 60th point with 6 minutes and 33 seconds left in the game. He only had 31 field goal attempts. Like, he stopped scoring and there were 6 minutes left. He could have got 70. He could have got 70, yeah. Because he was hitting shots, Rich. It was... You guys saw that. He was hitting everything. He was in his bag last night. I mean... Well, Orlando goes back and forth between being, you know, have some moxie one night, right, and then the next right, night right. they're the Washington Generals where Embiid has his – didn't Embiid have it close to his 50 against them or, you know? Well, they actually oh, – we actually had to go to overtime against them. A couple of months ago. That's what I mean. Just, like, oh, they play so that. tough one night. Yeah, it's just – They'd give up one But I don't really know. I mean, Cole Anthony was guarding them a lot. I don't really know when a guy's that hot – you're kind of at his mercy. By the way, the Lakers are 10 games under 500. Oh, it's such a shame. Such a shame. <laughs> 10 games under 500. They are in a position. Hold on a minute. I can't believe I'm saying this. 
the Lakers are in a position where they're lucky there's a play-in tournament. Because <laughs> right. they'd be out of the playoffs by five and a half games right now. Oh, yeah. Look at those Clippers. LeBron and everyone would be done. They'd be resting everyone for the rest of the year. They'd be tanking. The Lakers would be in tank mode if it wasn't for the play-in tournament right now. Season is not over. Because also, of the play-in tournament. But they're also two and a half from out from not even making the play-in. Yeah, well, that, I mean, the Trailblazers are, like, the Blazers are in tank mode, though. I mean, I know, but... I'm, I'm, just, just, I'm still holding on to Damian Lillard and my injured reserve on our fantasy team. I don't know why I'm doing that. I keep staring like at that. I'm like, what a yeah, waste of time. At some point, you got to let it go, no Rich. way he's coming back. So I well, I'm doing that just in case because I, I don't want him to come back, and then all of a sudden I'm you know, watching my son pick him up. <laughs> you know? Back here on the Rich Eisen Show, 844-204-RICH, number to dial. Uh, Ray Lewis is here. So excited to see hey, Ray. Ray. One of my all-time favorites. Uh, he is here. Um, he will be talking about Beyond the Edge, which is a new reality series on CBS. It premieres tonight. Ray Lewis on the Tiffany Network, Love folks. It. Fantastic. And um, he will be um, the man right in the middle of a celebrity adventure series called Beyond the Edge. Singletary is one of the first competitors. Fun stuff, man. Let's go. So he'll be coming out here shortly uh, on the program. Steve Austin, Stone Cold Steve Austin here on Steve Austin Day oh, 316. Yeah. We're going to play Start Bench Cut with him. And yeah. you have you have come up with the subject matters, TJ Jefferson. You have produced this segment. Ooh. Yeah, it was, I'm uh, very excited for the three different versions of Start Bench Cut to play with Steve Austin. I hope they're good. You know, I just, It came to us late today, so I had to scramble. Um, well, but but I, when you I say came to us, it's me coming up with the idea of doing it on the ride down. <laughs> <laughs> and then walks in and goes, you should just Start Bench Cut with Stone Cold. I know. And, we're like, and then we okay. go, oh, hey, all right. Uh, I know. Uh, okay. Well, things happen. I love. I mean, I'm saying, hey, it's, I'd love the I way we operate, man. The Jets got scrambled, and they look great. And by the way, yesterday's um, in-studio guest, Brett Michaels, that was, amazing. Oh, was, so was Brett. And, you know, as I said to him going out the door, the uh, iconic Brett Michaels, I turned to him that, you know, in my household, the big-time <laughs> dad points are oh, coming man. from the fact that yeah. I got to hang out and have on my show the banana from The Masked Singer. <laughs> this whiffed, huh? And so... Um, I, we tweeted out, you yeah, know, the video out on yeah. at Rich Eisen show as we always do. And I go and I show on the way home from Zan. Zan had a uh, track meet yesterday. Hey. Okay. Yes, he did the long jump and the shot put. Okay. Oh, nice. Oh, Love yeah. It. Love it. <laughs> My son hurling a hunk of metal. Okay. That was uh, something I never thought I'd see. And um, so... We're coming home from the track meet, and I show Coop and Taylor, hey, guess who I had on the show today? <laughs> and I know Coop has got like this steel trap mind. I say to him, he says, who? I said, Brett Michaels, let it sit there. And he goes, the banana? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yes, the banana from the masked singer. How do you like me now? And I show him the video, and he is freaking out. Because he's embarrassed that I have done this. That you, that you told Brett that they're yes, fans. Or that, that I'm putting it out there. Oh, God. And I'm like, what is, like, what is happening? Like, 
this was supposed to be turned into considerable dad points. You thought what's you were happening? Flowers. What's happening? And of course, Taylor, my eight-year-old daughter, hears Cooper talk this way, so she immediately is just like, "Yeah, this is embarrassing." <laughs> yeah. They didn't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. The, I mean, it's, but it shouldn't have been the banana in the tailpipe. Rich, you're, you're actually you've finally gotten to that point where you like I mean, you're embarrassing the your kids. And, and so I mean, really? and so oh. Zan comes home from the track meet. And I say to him, hey, guess who I had on today? The banana from The Masked Singer, season three. And he goes, oh. And that was it. Just take the best dad ever. Take it off. Oh. You get it. So you remove By the it. way, that's right. Best dad, dad ever is you getting get, like yeah. back to the future. Yeah. It's like kind of fading. It's just that. Just <laughs> and then, it might say, say dad or ever. Come on. Uh, dad points. That should have been. I should have racked them up. I should have had a new high score. But here's the deal. <laughs> Here's where you went wrong. They needed to discover the video. You just being like, look what I did. Look what I did. I did a thing. That's not cool. Because I asked very good. I <laughs> I asked for the I, I was too needy. Yeah, yeah. 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 Your kids are now of an age. I think a few years ago that might have worked. Yeah. Right. But now think about the age of your kids. Let them, let them just let get Let them it. discover and be like, Well, they're not hey. on Twitter. Oh, you we're not like them on Twitter. Yeah, I know that. Uh, we're, we're, we're not. We're, they're, not, they're not on Twitter. But on the, the YouTube, on, on they're the YouTube. on. On occasion, yeah, they're on YouTube. Yeah, see, they would have been like, you had the banana. But they, but they would have discovered it, you know, in a few weeks. Yeah, but I want the like, dad points now. You're saying there is no expiration no. date on the dad points. That's, that's what I'm saying. As a Trust new dad, I'm, that's something I'm trying to learn. You gotta save them. You bank at you bank. What dad are your dad points? points you're getting right now? You know what your dad points are? Just literally being there. Yeah. Just Which, existing. by the way, is always the ultimate dad points. Yeah, just you existing. have to just being there. Just you got to be there. there. You need me? I'm here. Help. Cage Cage is learning help. But I was excited they, to show them. Look who I had on today. I, I know. Yeah. I get it. I, you get it. I mentioned get, you for the those, banana. Rich, those are bonus dad points. You can't get bonus. You're, the bonus. Like Look a who's basketball. talking. This guy. Mike, the guy who has no you, kids. No this kids. guy. I have. I get points for things. No, you're. you're <laughs> wow. I get points for things. things. I don't know what, but it's so sad. I'm actually crying a little. I just teared up. I yeah. You were just being a little aggressive and needy with wanting the dad points. Yeah. Your kids recognized that and were like, this is not cool. Damn it. Yeah. I got to have Brett Michaels back. <laughs> I think we get him back tomorrow. He's, it's not his birthday. But. Ray Lewis in studio when we come back on this show on the Terrestrial Radio audience. We're still here on Peacock. And uncle points. Sirius XM. You got uncle points. Uncle points. Yeah, that's they're, they're, yeah. uncle points. <laughs> Not they're like a half a point. Although of a Coop um, and me, my kids are really into watching um, Survivor. Oh, Survivor. Big time. Oh yeah. Wow. Big time. I haven't seen the new one yet. And so beyond the edge, I think maybe we'll get them into it. Because the new season. And the crazy Survivor thing is the crazy week. thing is is like. When I, I, you know, Coop, I don't know, it's been, a, it's been a while. Like, Ray Lewis will be known to them as the Beyond the Edge host. And it's just yeah. like, you know, there's, there's a little bit more to Ray. Yeah, but you not, I mean, not like, in their world. He's the guy I mean? who's on Beyond the Edge. It's hosted by Mauro Ronaldo, by the way. Oh, nice. Oh, friend of the but show. he's like, Ray's on it. The guy from Beyond the Edge. It's just like, you know, Ray is... He's a Super Bowl MVP, you know. Can we? They also might. They also might know Ray from uh, from uh, American Underdog, as well. 
<laughs> Ray would From be Kurt. Good. Ray would be good on uh, Mass Singer. Oh yeah. Has he been on that yet? I Ooh. I don't know what his singing's like. But he could get out. He could do literally hot in here. He could do the dance and oh, be hysterical. It, would be, you, it would be hilarious. Now, could you? you he would guess. Up, he would, would he be the squirrel? Is oh. that what it'd be? No, no. See, look at you. But that See? would give it away. To who? Or he, will he be? Well, well, everyone knows he's a squirrel dance. He definitely can't be a raven. <laughs> no, <laughs> like they cannot have him in a raven that costume actually, for. No, that, for that. that would be. But. You know, I'm just saying, next season, let's go work on this. So it's Ray, Meta World Peace, Paulina Porzikova was on the, uh, was in this with him. Hello. Mike Singletary, Jody Sweeten. There you go. Oh, Jody Sweeten. Mm-hmm. Colton Underwood. Now, I'm interested if anyone could. In Panama, in the jungle of Panama. Could anyone actually win with Mike Singletary? Because, you know, he famously couldn't win with. He can't. <laughs> couldn't play with him, can't win with him. Can't do it. Ray and can't do Ray it. competing. How about Ray competing with Mike Singletary? How about that? Yeah, I'm sure. Right. That's uh, premiering tonight, nine Eastern on CBS. So Ray Lewis in studio when we return. So excited to have Ray when we come back. <laughs> 